Minister's Log, Billings Church of Christ, March 18th, 2020. It's amazing how quickly things seem to be changing and evolving with the world right now. So as I was thinking about a way for us to respond as a church, or specifically as a way that that I could provide some biblical perspective in the middle of everything that's going on, I decided that rather than doing uh, some longer things, which I likely will continue to do, I wanted to put together a short series. This is going to be five parts that that you can consume in 10 minutes or less. These are going to be very short podcasts that you can listen to on your way to work or when you get home from work or just whenever you want to just read check in. And so this series is going to be five essential reminders for all Christians. And we're going to use the word COVID as an acronym. And so what I want to talk to you about today is what the C is going to stand for in terms of essential reminders for Christians. The C is compassion. I think as Americans, one thing that we never seem to be really short on is opinions. We seem to have opinions about just about everything. I'm not much of a Facebook user, but in the last couple of days, I've gone through Facebook and I've just scrolled through it to get a sense of how people are feeling, what people are saying, and the kinds of things that they're that they're doing. And as I've been looking, I've been especially interested in people's responses to what's happening in, in churches around. And I'm guessing that you have an opinion about church being canceled. You might think it's a great idea. You might be wondering why more is not being done. Or you might be on the other end of the spectrum thinking, I don't know why we canceled it. I'm not sure that we should continue to cancel it and feeling bothered that it's been canceled. So while there's no shortage of opinion, one thing that may be lacking in us as Christians right now, I certainly know this is true of me, is compassion. A friend of mine, Chris Buxton, had this to say, we all have opinions about canceling church, especially related to church and school. But please be gracious with organizational leaders who are facing a lose-lose scenario during this unprecedented, unprecedented event. And as I was thinking about those words, it made me think of what Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians 5, 12 through 13. But we appeal to you, brothers and sisters, to respect those who labor among you and have charge of you in the Lord and admonish you. Esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. So we are called by Paul to either... Different translations kind of refer to this in different ways, but to respect them or to know them or to appreciate them. Whatever the word Paul is getting at, it involves noticing and somehow acknowledging what is being done by those who are leaders in our churches. And no, this is not about myself or about Rod and trying to be uh, fishing for additional compassion. As I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking specifically about our elders who are making decisions on our behalf. In fact, they are doing three things that Paul outlines. Number one, they are working hard. 
they are they are making plans and they are making preparations. As I mentioned, it's Wednesday right now. It's one Thursday, Wednesday, one thirty Wednesday afternoon, and tonight the leadership team, ministers, and elders are going to be getting together to discuss what the next week or few weeks looks like. But they are indeed working hard either for you or among you. And and they are providing leadership. They are they have charge of us. And and as Paul uses this word of of leading, this this word of charge has this element of caring leadership. And what's behind what's happening right now is is a desire to care for the people of God. And one of the things that sometimes they will need to do is admonish, which means to offer corrective teaching. Sometimes we may be off base and our leaders will help give us correction. And so we are called to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. So I want you to remember three things right now about our leadership and the things that they're doing and the things that they themselves are experiencing. Number one, they are doing their very best to show care and leadership for this body. There's not a single one of our leaders who says, oh, I want to do this because somehow people won't like it or somehow it's going to make people feel uncomfortable. What they are doing, the choices that have been made, and I believe the choices that will be made, come from a place of care. Care for God's kingdom and care specifically for the body who meets together. The second thing we need to remember is that these are unprecedented times. There is no guidebook for this. There's no simple solution that, that, that if somebody were to just recognize or identify that solution, then all of this would go away. It, it changes almost daily. And so the responses is going to need to be changing and altering. And so we realize when we're in unprecedented times, there will be missteps along the way. There's no guidebook for doing what we're doing. As we follow the Bible and its principles, there's no specific instructions for how to respond to a virus. And so these are unprecedented times. And I think the other thing that we ought to keep in mind and to remember is that our leadership is probably in many ways in a lose-lose situation. Let's imagine that we wake up in three weeks' time. And, and there are no cases of coronavirus that it is gone, that it's a, 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 a nil, null issue for us, then what are people going to say who are not supporting the notion of us canceling? They're going to say it was much ado about nothing. It was an overreaction. It was, it was, um, it, it was over the top. But that will be from a perspective three weeks away, and it will be impossible to know whether the social distancing, whether canceling services really did enable that to happen. So if you go into it skeptical, that's how you're going to interpret it in three weeks' time. But what if in three weeks' time this situation is far worse than any of us could have imagined? Then there might be people who said that the leadership should have seen it earlier, recognized it earlier, responded earlier, and were in many ways underprepared or under-vigilant. You see, we need to show compassion, yes, to each other, but we also need to make sure that we are being compassionate towards those who are leading. They are in a difficult, difficult 
place. So I think one of the ways that scripturally we are called to this compassion is, first of all, acknowledge those who labor among you. Maybe this week you could send a text or an email and offer a word of encouragement to our elders. That, that doesn't mean that you have to say, I, I agree with all the decisions that you've made. And it doesn't mean that you might withhold from sharing your opinions. But let's make sure we share our opinions in the context of compassion because our leaders are doing the best they can do. And the second thing I think that we do in response is what Timothy urged us to do in 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 12. First of all then, sorry, 1 through 2. First of all then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. Yes, the case is that Peter, Paul here is addressing primarily those in, in secular or governmental or political positions, but, but that in no way denies the applicability that maybe what we ought to be doing is to be praying for our leaders. So may we express compassion in terms of how we're relating to those who are leading us right now. This is the end of our first podcast. Be watching for tomorrow on Buzzsprout for the next podcast to be released in this series of five.